This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet, until her righteousness goes forth like brightness and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord. Good evening to you and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's good to be with you. And if you've been with us earlier in the week, you know that we are studying Psalm 22, a very significant prophetic portion of Scripture that we need to become more intimate with. Before we read it again, I want to do what we've done every evening and speak of two other verses that really have implications when we're looking at Psalm 22. For example, I'm reading verse 44 in Luke 24. It says this, Jesus spoke to the disciples and said to them, These are my words which I spoke to you while I was still with you, that all things which are written about me in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms must be fulfilled. In Ephesians 1.14, Paul's prayer included these words, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you a spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him. That word knowledge in Greek is epignosis, a lot more intense than just the regular uh, word um, knowledge, which is gnosis, because this is a knowledge that influences the one seeking this knowledge. In other words, the knowledge that we get from the Word of God, and certainly from Psalm 22, should be life-changing. So I want to read Psalm 22, as we've done every evening. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? For... Far from my deliverances are the words of my groaning. O my God, I cry by day, but thou dost not answer, and by night, but I have no rest. Yet thou art holy, O thou who art enthroned upon the praises of Israel. In thee our fathers trusted. They trusted, and thou didst deliver them. To thee they cried out and were delivered. In thee they trusted and were not disappointed. But I am a worm and not a man a reproach of men and despised by the people. All who see me sneer at me. They separate with a lip. They wag the head saying, commit yourself to the Lord. Let him deliver him. Let him rescue him because he delights in him. Yet thou art he who didst bring me forth from the womb. Thou didst make me trust when upon my mother's breasts. Upon thee I was cast from birth. Thou hast been my God from my mother's womb. Be not far from me, for trouble is near, for there is none to help. Many bulls have surrounded me. Strong bulls of Basham have encircled me. 
They open wide their mouth at me as a ravening and a roaring lion. I am poured out like water, and all my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax. It is melted within me. My strength is dried up like a potsherd, and my tongue cleaves to my jaws, and thou dost lay me in the dust of death. For dogs have surrounded me. A band of evildoers has encompassed me. They pierced my hands and my feet. I can count all my bones. They look, they stare at me. They divide my garments among them, and for my clothing they cast lots. But thou, O Lord, be not far off. O thou, my help, hasten to my assistance. Deliver my soul from the sword, my only life from the power of the dog. Save me from the lion's mouth and from the horns of the wild oxen. Thou dost answer me. I will tell of thy name to my brethren. In the midst of the assembling, assembly, I will praise thee. You who fear the Lord, praise him. All you descendants of Jacob, glorify him and stand in awe of him, all you descendants of Israel. For he has not despised nor abhorred the affliction of the afflicted. Neither has he hidden his face from him. But when he cried to him for help, he heard. From thee, <coughs> excuse me, from thee comes my praises in the great assembly. I shall pay my vows before those who fear him. The afflicted shall eat and be satisfied. Those who seek him will praise the Lord. Let your heart live forever. All the ends of the earth will remember and turn to the Lord. And all the families of the nations will worship before thee. For the kingdom is the Lord's, and he rules over the nations. All the prosperous of the earth will eat and worship. All those who go down to the dust will bow before him. Even he who cannot keep his soul alive, posterity will serve him. It will be told of the Lord to the coming generation. They will come and will declare his righteousness to a people who will be born that he has performed it. And the last words of Jesus on the cross was, it is done. So we spoke about the background of this psalm, that King David wrote it. But as we can see, it's more of a prophetic view of the crucifixion of the Messiah. And the, the agony that David went through had nothing, couldn't even compare to what Jesus went through on the cross. And yet the results of that agony was far greater than David even witnessed in his own life. So we've gone through the first eight verses, I believe. So we'd like to look at verses 9 and 10. Lift up your heads, O gates, and lift them up, O ancient door. I'm sorry, I'm reading the verses 9 and 10. Yet thou art he who didst bring me from the womb. Thou didst make me trust when upon my mother's breasts. Upon thee I was cast from birth. Thou hast been my God from my mother's womb. So... Uh, God, uh, the, the psalm rehearses how God brought the Lord forth from his mother's womb and that the Lord has been his God from that very moment when he trusted once again the word. And he hear, we hear again those words, my God, you have been my God from that forth, time forth. Again, there was a separation and a, a, uh, the word used was a forsaken because God could not look upon G Jesus because he was the manifestation of the sins of the world. But yet there was an identity that Jesus had with the Father that could not be broken. So the, the, 
It started with my God and, and Jesus continued to pray. And we could learn a lot by the way he prayed because we have to pray through until we see results. And to understand that it was the Holy Spirit that overshadowed Miriam or Mary for the uh, conception of the Lord in his mother's mm -hmm. womb. And what's amazing, Shelley, is that Mary carried the actual baby, Jesus. And for all of us who know him as our personal Lord and Savior, as the Messiah and the Son of God and the Savior of the world, that same Jesus, the resurrected power that he has because he overcame on the cross and defeated Satan and delivered us for eternal life with him, he lives in us. So he's able to give us the knowledge that you spoke really? of, epignosis, that it's a personal knowledge that affects everyone who believes and carries the life of the Messiah in them, that the Holy Spirit, the Ruach HaKodesh, can teach us as we read his word yes, and can Lord. guide us through uh, the tribulation of life. Great. And it's not very peaceful at the moment in America. We really need the guidance of the Lord for our life, every moment of every day. And we see here, Junie, and it's and now God's people should be praying fervently now because of the situation in our country and in the world, because Jesus kept praying and praying and praying. All right, let's look at verses 11 to 17 now. Verse 11, be not far from me, for trouble is near, for there is none to help. Many bulls have surrounded me. Strong bulls of Basham have encircled me. They open wide their mouth at me as a ravening and a roaring lion. I am poured out like water, and all my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax. It is melted within me. My strength is dried up like a potsherd, and my tongue cleaves to my jaws, and thou dost lay me in the dust of death. For dogs have surrounded me. A band of evildoers has encompassed me. They pierced my hands and my feet. I can count all my bones. They look and they stare at me. Powerful verses. Um, and we see in verse 11, Be not far from me, for trouble is near. This is the heart of Jesus when he was going through this agony. And Jesus reveals that what surrounds him and what is going on within him, those around him are like referred to as bulls and lions. We get a picture of wild beasts around him, and he stands alone, naked and helpless on the cross, all for the salvation of God's people. And it tells us in the New Testament, Shelley, if we want to be his disciples, we must deny ourselves, oh, Lord. take up our cross, and follow him. And to remember that Jesus made a way for us by what he experienced, even through the verses that you just read, Shelley. But he overcame Satan and delivered us oh, from Jesus. our sins. He became our offering that we might become the righteousness of God 
So when we go through things that are unbearable, we can cry out for help to the Holy One of Israel, to Yeshua, and he will meet us in ways that only the Prince of Peace, Sar Shalom, can meet us. He brings us peace where there is no peace. He brings peace to our soul when everything around us would cause fear, anxiety, or even if we have a battle going on inside of us, he can bring us peace when we cry out to him because he is our Lord. For everyone who has given their heart to Yeshua, he can help you and he can cause you to be an overcomer if you're allowing him to live his life in and through you. Really? I mean, Junie, just to uh, ponder these verses, what must have gone on in, in Jesus's heart, mind, soul, and spirit, and yet he kept praying to the Lord. We need to, if the cross doesn't become central in our life, we're missing the heart of the gospel. And that really is the gospel, Lord. That is the gospel. Father, we thank you, Thank Lord. you, Lord. We thank you that your purposes were fulfilled through an oh, obedient thank son you, Lord. who suffered to save your people. We thank, thank you, Lord. Lord. And we bless you in the holy name of Yeshua. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona, 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona, 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, ShelleyAndJuneVolk.com. That's ShelleyAndJuneVolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund.